here's the motherfucking tea. So I was hooking up with this one guy, and so he goes upstairs, and then I'm like, oh shit, I really got a shit. So I go to the washroom, and I use his bathroom, and um, all of a sudden, it didn't flush. So I'm like, uh, shit. And like, I didn't want to tell him that I took a shit and now his toilet won't flush because, you know, girls don't shit. They didn't want to be gross. So um, I took a piece of paper and I picked it up and I saw he had a litter box. So I just put it in the litter box and I covered it up like, you know, he's just going to think it's a cat. All of a sudden, he comes downstairs and he looks at the litter box and says, did you just shit in my cat's litter box? And I'm like, what? No, it was probably just your cat. And he looks at me and says, my cat has been dead for weeks now. Oh, fuck. Ah, <laughs> ah. I just thought I'd share that with you guys Bianca, today. What the fuck was that? Yo, I was scrolling Twitter. Somebody posted it on the timeline. And when you I have watched an at shit, so we could give credit? Oh, my God. It's, it's So it was recorded on, like, some kind of, what's it called, TikTok? Oh, and okay. The, and the at is at Fruit Loops. Oh my God! Well, kids. Oh, uh, that at Fruit Loop Seventeen. That, that shit had me in fucking. Tears on that beautiful this note, welcome to episode seventy-six of the Goddamn Fools podcast. <laughs> uh, rate, We're back. Sus- rate, subscribe, and listen. You've got an anecdote from a trist gone wrong. Just to get you, just to get the episode started. Little, little laugh, little, little smile on your face. Evans disgusted at this point. He's Evan. I'm Eric. That's Bianca. How's everybody feeling today? We're, I, I'm, I'm cold. It's freezing in Evans' basement. But other than that, I'm all right. I'm not even starting with a yo today because I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was. That was a lot, wasn't it? Listen, we switched it up. Happy Saturday. Happy fucking Saturday. Happy 420. Happy if you birthday, Happy Eric. 420. Happy, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, Eric. Yeah, we recorded so early last week. It was like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like before his birthday, but it's, yeah. it's after. I feel like today's closer than it was last week. It, yeah. it is. It yeah. is. Birthday was on Wednesday. Um, 33. So I'm old. 33. Oh, fuck. Nah. Yeah. You young, man. We all young. Yeah. Sure. We good. You know how I know. I believe you. You know how I know I'm whack as shit, though. <laughs> I went to work on my birthday. I haven't. I don't think until I turned 30, I ever went to work on my birthday. Oh, no. I and do. when I turned 30, we were in Miami. So I didn't go to work on my birthday when I turned 30 either. Correct. Um, I take all my birthdays off. My birthday's a national holiday. Because once you start going to work on your birthday, I feel like there's no turning back. Oh, no, this, this it's going to turn back. Don't you worry. <laughs> Fuck that. It was a Wednesday. I mean, what was... For starters, it was a Wednesday. We were all busy. We had all, like we had all just We had just came back from Miami, Bianca and I, so niggas was... My birthday's on a Wednesday this year. Pop, niggas, niggas pops didn't look right. So I took the day off, and I'm leaving early Tuesday. Mm. You lit. See? Fuck Because your that. birthday is, should be a national holiday. But I ain't doing nothing at work. Such. I ain't doing nothing at work. I was, I was just there because I didn't want to use the hours. I feel you. Same hour, I'm saying my hours. And that's why summer. I'm just like, yo, once I stop, once I start working my birthday, I'm never going to turn oh, this, back. So This will be the last one. All right. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm just looking at the full list. Wow. Okay. I know. Bianca got busy. I went um, to add shit to the list. I was like, oh, shit. We got a ghost. I like, <laughs> I woke up yesterday morning and I was like, I got mad shit to talk about on the show. I got wild shit on my mind, my nigga. <laughs> I got mad shit I have to fucking say. Mm. And I got to get it in in a short amount of time because we got to go to Eric's birthday dinner. So we're going to talk very quickly today and y'all going to have to just bear with us. How was y'all weeks? They were good. Okay, great. I don't know how my week was. I don't fucking really remember it. What it, if my week was bad and you just ready to move on? Yeah. What if I want to talk about my feelings and okay, my emotions? Get, what, you, what if you, you started doing that? Let's start there. <laughs> That's a new thing. You get 50 seconds. Ready? Go. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So fuck I thought, nigga. I got nothing. You're such a I shitty human nothing. being. Um, what are we starting with? Uh, tomorrow is Easter. <laughs> tomorrow is Easter. 
It's also Game of Thrones Day, which is way so more important. So by the time you hear Easter. this, yesterday was Easter. Yes. Oh. So happy Easter, all. Yo, my as, Easter was lit. So. <laughs> as, as the, uh, oh, as old heads like to say, as, as my old heads like to say, happy Resurrection Sunday. Amen. That's, that's a very old Baptist black thing to say, so I got to represent. Amen. Go ahead. That's what I'm pissed about. What's that? So my parents are like redoing their kitchen and all that shit. Okay. Evan's like pointing at me as he's yelling, and I'm mad nervous. Yo, like, what? yo he's, like, you want me to extend his arms and he's, he's pointing like, down. Yeah, he's like Do you want me to down. point at Eric to make you feel? It better? will make you feel a little bit better. I feel targeted right now. Please don't harm me. Just look at just distribute, just distribute it out, Nate. So and uh, yeah, so they're gonna come here. We're gonna do Easter here. Okay, right, right. And my mother texted me last Sunday, like, "Oh, guys, by the way, uh, we're going to the casino on Easter, so you guys are on your own." Oh, they lit. At least, at least they'll be in the state, or at least they'll be in the country. You know where my mother's gonna be tomorrow? On a plane to Mexico. Is she leaving on Easter? Absolutely. Yo, your mom is so fire. At least she gave you a heads she up. Is... We done planned a whole fucking life. <laughs> like, bro, like you're like like my pops is the chef. Like what? He going, he going to gamble. Damn. He said, he said, you better learn how to cook, nigga. That's exactly. one, two, like. We planned the shit. Like family time? No. Nah. The she few told times me, a year I want to like. T- hang told me out. a few weeks ago. She was, was like, up? "Well, nope." I was like, "Easter, what are you doing, my Easter?" She was like, well, "I'm going to Mexico." I was, okay. All right. Fine. Yo, your mom is my fucking goals, man. Yeah. Just, just life goals. She better than me. She got, a, she got a new job a few months ago. She's already going on vacations. That's where I got it from. When Lit. anybody asks why, why Eric starts a new job and just says, I'm not going to be here for a week or so, got it from her. You got a vacation planned. Exactly. Oh, no. So mind your motherfucking business. I, Listen. I'm supposed to cancel my vacation because y'all decided to hire me? Stop no. being loyal to these jobs. They don't fucking care if you drop dead or not. Okay? No, they really don't. As somebody who works in HR and talent acquisition, if you, if you do drop dead, we will have to fill that spot. Yeah. It correct. has to happen. Yeah, so. that's one of my things. I'm like, yo, do I ever, like, some, someone died a few months ago at my job. I didn't mm-hmm. know him. Right. But it was like, you know, they got a little, like, email posting on the website. That's and then it. everybody moved on. That's it. And it's like, yo, I don't want to live my life to, giving, giving my life to somewhere that, you know, I just die. And that's when I interviewed for the job. It's over. I, when I interviewed for the job I have now, they were like, well, they were looking at my job history. Like, well, you've, you know, you're, you're here, you're there. I said, well, let's be honest. You can lay me off. After I've been here a year, and you guys will act like it never happened. Yeah. Correct. You'll be fake sad for 20 minutes. Correct. So if I do the same thing, you're going to look at me bad? They were like, well, that's a good point. I said, well, I just got laid off, so let's not do that. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we just drop it? You know I can do the job. You see the accommodations on the resume. I can do this. Either you like me or you don't. And an, yeah, and an if you don't like thing, me, you're going to let me go. So Right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and an important thing to remember, Fuck here. in this day and age, if you have stayed at a job longer than 2.5 years, you are losing money. Go oh, yeah. elsewhere. Oh, get yeah. your money. Be about that bag. Life is too fucking expensive not to get your money. Oh, I'm losing mad money right now. Tell you, God bless, right now. my nigga. God bless. <laughs> when, I, when I gave my resignation one job and told them I got a 20K raise, they were like, well, we see, we understand. Correct. Don't, don't ask no questions. This is why I'm leaving. Yes. Bag talks. Big bag talks. And, and, and that's not even like, you know, we're, we're not talking money to be boisterous. We're trying to, like, really give y'all the game here. No, because no. when I left my last job, I got a 20K raise as well. Like, get, get your fucking bag. Get the fuck out of whatever slump of work you are in. Yep. Move on. These companies are not loyal to how, you. They're loyal to their wallets. How much is the bag? As much as you need it, it to be. It's, it's individualized to, be to each person. <laughs> your bag is your bag. You know, and you know what's obtainable to you and what's not. The goal in some, the next two years is to get the six figures. So. Some don't be like clutches, like little sacks. Mm. Get your sack. Oh, yeah. I've had a sack. I've had a, a little clutch purse. No, you know? no, I need a bag. <laughs> like, I, but you got like, to at least move towards the bag. Is it a duffel bag? Is it a book bag? I like it to be. It's a 
big black trash bag full of money like they do in the strip hey. clubs in down south. Is it a paper just, bag? No, it's plastic. It's durable. They just sweep the money in the motherfucker. They put it on their back and they walk into the bank. That's the bag. So like Santa Claus? Like Santa Claus. Black Santa. Black Santa. Absolutely. I ain't never seen a white Santa so I went to elementary school. We always have black Santa in my house. And black angels. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of all black everything, mm-hmm. Beyonce mm-hmm. and Homecoming. Ooh. Talk about it. Ooh. Is she phenomenal or is she not phenomenal? I think that was the word I, I used didn't see it. verbatim. You're wow, bugging. Wow, you're the yo. <laughs> you're bugging. I can't believe I'm so sitting next to you. Let's box him out. We're gonna box him out. Right. Me and you. We're gonna talk about right. this. We box so, him out. Go ahead. Homecoming dropped on Netflix, 3 a.m. I was awake, I was watching. She's bugging. Um, <laughs> She's bugging. Well, oh, that's what Netflix does though. Midnight what, is midnight for the West Coast. They don't give a fuck about what, us over here. What day did it drop? My birthday. Okay. Yes, literally. That's why I was up and I text Eric like, happy birthday. We're getting Beyonce presents on your birthday, my nigga. Oh, so, I've seen you said you thought an album was dropping, but yes. it ended up not being... No, it was an album. There's oh, a 40-track album. But it wasn't a... But not, not new music, music yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah. No, but we're getting, new music. We're, are, we are getting new music uh, Yeah, that's as well. what happened too, I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. So once I seen it wasn't new music, I'm like, I'm straight. Anyway, so the Homecoming documentary <laughs> is basically an entire film um, discussing her legendary Coachella performance. The first African-American woman to headline Coachella. That's so sad to be saying in 2019. That's right. But she fucking murdered that performance, okay? Yep. The live album is of her performing at Coachella. Her voice sounds incredible. It's not even fair that a human being can be that fucking talented. Hey, check this out. The... The cover of it, Before I Let Go, the old Frankie Beverly and May song. It's fire. Take Keith, take Keith read, flipped it around a little bit. That shit is it's fire. fire. It's You're fire. Kidding. I don't know whether to two-step or twerk when I hear it. I do a little bit of both at the Oof. same damn time. It's fire. And then she came in, hit the hit little note, you make me happy at the beginning, and then the B flip. That's all. Oh, no, this shit is fire. 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 Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. But the, it gives you the whole look behind the scenes, how the thing came to be, how she was going to do it the year before. She got pregnant. She talks about the challenging pregnancy she had. The kind of crazy changes her body went through, how she went and got back to where she wanted to be because she looked fucking incredible on stage. Unreal. And she was talking about what she had to do. She ain't eat nothing but fruit, vegetables, and her thoughts. Literally, literally, her she, diet was she insane. Was like, no, none of that, Nigga. none of that, none of that, none of that. Her and diet her was her diet was fat shaming me at three forty five a.m. I just want you to know. She was, she was <laughs> Bianca, was, Bianca was eating potato chips and just like. <laughs> Nah, that nigga was, that, that was, was eating an apple with some peanut butter on it. She was like, she finished that chip though. Like, better. <laughs> I, can't, I can't have no, I can't no peanut butter, Beyonce. Exactly. No peanut butter. No pe- she was like, I didn't eat no meat. I'm like, D- I can't even eat grilled chicken, B. Nope. Like, no I don't meat, get nothing. No carbs, no sugar, no liquor, no meat. Nothing. She ate Listen, nothing. And then got... she turned to the camera and was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> it's a lot easier when you got a personal chef. What chef? She wasn't eating shit. What? A chef for what? <laughs> Nigga, she wasn't All eating anything. All she had to do was go to the, someone to prepare whatever you're gonna eat. She was like, she Listen, was, she went to box the, up air. She went to the farmers market <laughs> and just got like lettuce and was like, yes, give me all the lettuce you got and an apple. <laughs> she she used my cool new salad chopper that I ordered ordered off of Amazon. That's fire. She chopped she, that shit up and ate it. That was it. She was on that Easter Bunny diet. Dog. Fat. <laughs> she was eating nothing. Nothing. Mad carrots. Nope. Um, you know, like. <laughs> It's just a powerful documentary. She explains all the historical influences. You know, um, she talks about how she 
pulled everything together, how she picked each each costume, each yep. light, each uh, yep. covering for the, the steps, how she wanted it to be very um, HBCU-centered because she always wanted to go to an HBCU. She shouted out Hampton. She shouted out Howard. Which one's the real she HU? Hampton University. Shut the fuck up. Don't do that on my podcast. <laughs> and it's, it's like three days after my birthday. Dog, I be Don't fucking do that. I be Don't fucking do Rude, that on my podcast. We are going to talk about Howard today. We hey, are. White people, y'all making me defend Howard University. <laughs> You're making me very upset about this. Please continue. Um, but it's just such a beautiful documentary. You see Jay there while she's working out, stretching out her body, helping her with her cramps. He's massaging her feet. You see her working through her anniversary, and he's sitting next to her, kind of just in awe of her. And she's going off on people like, it's not right, and it needs to be right. I appreciate the work but we got to get it better and he's like all right y'all y'all have a beautiful evening like you heard my wife um nah, she started yelling niggas he was like every that you Everybody. yeah he was out like nah we out. we out we gotta go um you see the beautiful babies you hear her talk about her pregnancy you hear her talk about her body in such a healthy way of just understanding herself um and her history and her progression you see her sister you see her husband you see her best friends destiny's child um it's really beautiful she brought them all out right well, yeah. Not yeah. Salons, yeah right? no she brought no, them salons, salons, salons went through yeah why yeah. do i remember that she was out there. She danced. Uh-huh. She, Solo, Solo didn't do a song. She just, oh, okay. She, that's she danced with her real dance, quick yeah. and, and was out. All right. That's why I don't know. I just ripped my earring out. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck just happened. But she went Hulk Hogan on that It's super beautiful. Talking about Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. It gives me hype. My hands are in the air and shit. Um, you know, Beyonce for, for, for women of color is so many things. I mean, for women just period, she's so many things. But for women of color, she's just, she's representation. She's, she's in your face about who she is. It's so important. Like when I think back about growing up as a little girl, like Beyonce is one of the first women I saw on TV, in music, in, in music videos, in any capacity that looked like me. You know what I'm saying? Like she's that figure since the time I was like six, seven years old. I'm 28. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my whole life, I've been able to watch her, her career, who she is, the moves she makes. <laughs> she <laughs> says what? Six, seven. I'm like, no, no, no. Came out what? 98, yeah. 97, 98, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. 20 plus years. Yeah. So yeah, 20 years of my life, I've been watching her career. She was the first concert I ever went to. Like she's just that important as that figure. You know what I'm saying? And, and to just see her be so phenomenal. She worked eight months for a two hour performance. Eight months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when you talk about dedication and putting work into your craft, like, it's just so fucking admiral, admirable. Mm-hmm. And then she fucking rocked it. Like, no, to that hear, was, yo, yeah. it, it was amazing. Parts of it made me fucking cry. It was so fucking dope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just a softie, though, so. Nah, I mean, it's nostalgic As for a, me, like, seeing, seeing Destiny's Child come out and shit. Like, it, it's, it, it's, a, she did a lot for women in that performance. You know, it's extra dope. That shit is black. Black, 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 and black. that, and that, in front of thought, all, in front of all them druggy. I thought you said blacked. No, 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 no. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> no! Like, Whoa! What kind of show is this? Calm down, killer. I'm like, tune in now. Calm down, killer. <laughs> no, Tiana Trump. No, Tiana. Take Trump. it easy, Beyonce. Take black. it easy, killer. <laughs> she uh, the older she's gotten, the more successful she's gotten, the more she's been not apt to giving a fuck about what people think about the right. shit she likes to do. So she right. went up there, did this black ass show. Talked about how she wanted to always go to HBCU. Imagine, imagine y'all not going to HBCU and Beyonce wanted to go to one. Which Tuh. I think that's, that's something we all go through, right? Like we, the older we get, the less we give a fuck, and the more. Yeah, but the older she's got, the bigger she's gotten. Yeah. She's like the biggest star in the world. She don't say shit to nobody unless it's through her voice. Yep. She's not interviewing. She's not doing interviews. She's. She barely, don't do anything. She don't, do she no don't want to do. She don't do shit. She don't want to do. So when she wanted to do an interview, she email a motherfucker, Fair. give him questions back. 
and and so everybody knows the deal that she made with Netflix was for sixty million dollars and three specials. So we got two oh, more got a, coming. She got a Dave Chappelle. She got Dave yeah. Chappelle, Chris Rock coming. Yeah, yeah, we got two more later. coming. I think Kevin Hart got that shit too. Yeah. Um, I believe B Seven is going to be the next album. We're we're hearing some some buzzing about it. No pun intended. <laughs> See what you so. did there. <laughs> that was good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> no, no pun intended. So, uh, ladies, get your pennies together because I'm certain a tour is coming, and we don't want to miss any 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 moments of these. Um, so that was Beyonce and Homecoming. If you haven't seen it, get your ass on Netflix and go watch it. it it's worth the watch, even man better, or woman. Because even better. go to a Homecoming. Yes. If you're black, if you're not, just go. Yes. They're a great time. Everybody hangs out in the yard, see a few performances. Everybody goes to the game on Saturday. Halftime show's always lit. It's always a good time. I haven't been to mine in a few years because Hampton's far away. And like, the ho- you got to get a hotel now. I went to look for homecoming for a hotel. They already sold the fuck out. And it's October. It's, and it's in October. <laughs> it's fucking April. Yeah. So a lot of alumni go back. And- alumni go back. Yeah. Um, so it's not like just all college No, just depends on the ones like you go that. to. Uh, Hampton is not just because of where it's at. Southern yeah, Virginia. Yeah. It's not like a big hub. Like Howard. I've been to Howard's homecoming since I graduated more than I've been to Hamptons because it's easier to get to D.C. than it is to get to Oh, get because to it's a real issue? No, it's not. Oh. And they lost their homecoming. <laughs> Who loses their homecoming? They're supposed to, you're supposed to pick a whack opponent. You lose a homecoming. That's wild. Anyway. Speaking of Howard University. White people. White people. Let's, let's talk about it. I was talking to my mom about this at dinner yesterday because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it's just really like when I watched the video, uh, not even the video. So it was uh, a news, it's a news clip. reporter yeah. is interviewing like people in the area. Mm-hmm. So basically what has been happening is Howard is in D.C. and it's in an area that is starting to be gentrified. Yeah. And so some of the white folks in the area have been walking their dogs and toileting their dogs on Howard's campus. Mm-hmm. Now, Howard's campus has been in that same place since 1867. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the students have been complaining about, you know, people using their campus as the toilet. Uh, and yeah. uh, so one of the news reporters in the area interviewed a guy. Um, seemingly a guy who's been walking his dog on the campus. And basically his run-of-the-mill response was, well, if they don't like it, then they should move the campus. They're in part of D.C., so they have to work within D.C. If they don't want to be within D.C., then move the campus. I think we need to work together, and I don't think it should be a he or he or they or here. It's our community, and that's how it should be. Like, and and it's almost so unbelievable that if you didn't watch the clip, you probably think I'm fucking lying. That motherfucker like like a... Like... He looked like a gay mountain from Game of Thrones. (laughs) Wow. That paints a picture. It's vivid, isn't it? Okay. Did he not? Did you see that beard, bro? Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. I gotta, I gotta like recollect myself there. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like I said, it's so absurd. (laughs) I can't stand you. It's so absurd that like, if you really didn't watch that clip, you would think we're lying, but he really suggested that they move an over 200 year old campus. Out of an area that he's not even native to. <laughs> like, Howard has been in Northeast DC since 1867. When I first visited Howard when I was in high school, the projects were across the street from Howard's campus. No white people wanted to live in Northeast DC back then. That was early 2000s when I went to visit Howard for the first time. Now, of course, the wonderful route of gentrification. Everybody wants to move back into the city. They've taken back, I think Shaw is right near Howard. I think that's the neighborhood that they're moving into now. Mm-hmm. Shaw and there's another neighborhood that's escaping me right now. It's in Northeast that yep. everybody wants to move back into. So you get these people 
um, that think they should do whatever the fuck they want. But you're gonna go on, for starters, Howard's a private school. So you're going on private property with your fucking dog and shitting all over the place. You ain't supposed to fucking be there in the first place. This is private property. Correct. And then you're gonna complain about it. Like, I should be able to go on private property. It's in my neighborhood. No. Can I go in your yard and just post up? Can we have yard? Can they have yard fests? Which is what happens during homecoming. Can they have yard fests in your yard? Because this is the neighborhood? No, because you, you throw a fucking fit. You call the police. And you probably shoot one of us. No, so no, no, no. Let's, let's just be real about that. About it. So <laughs> let's just be real about ass. that. And uh, it's just crazy to think about that. People think that they can move in somewhere and just totally get rid of the culture of a certain place. Then. And make it totally unique just because you want to live in D.C. and say that's where you live now. Yes. And then to make matters even worse, there is a park in the immediate vicinity. Yeah, it's in the opposite direction. <laughs> That they could be using to walk their fucking filthy mongrel dogs, and instead they're using the campus. <laughs> you could like this instead of coming up the street, you can go down the street, go to the park right there. That's public property. You can go hang out with your pooch right there, but nah, not you. You want to walk your dog clear across campus through all these college kids. One, if you're an adult, you don't want to be around college kids. Yeah, dog, I, I, it's very weird I'm, behavior. That's what I'm confused about. Like, why? What's the point? Is it just to feel like you? I, I don't know belong? what the point is. Because Hampton's also a private school. We didn't have those kind of problems. Oh, yeah? I'm sorry. It happened to me last week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I didn't even press anything. I'm like, what happened? Depends, it just depends where you are. Like, like Hampton, for example. We're, Hampton's campus is off in the cut. So we're isolated from the rest of Hampton, the city itself. So if you're, going, if you're going to that side of town, you're going to Hampton for a reason. Where Howard is, like I said, it's in Northeast. It's kind of like situated where people could cut through if they wanted to be dickheads, which these people obviously are. And get to wherever they needed to go instead of going around or just being fucking respectful of people's space. But why be respectful? You'd rather just come in and take shit over. Right. And act like a fucking asshole. You know. Tell a 200, well, almost 200-year-old campus they should move. It's amazing because in the origin of, of all time, white people were like, these are our spaces and those are your spaces. Don't come into our spaces. And so black people were like, okay, cool. We're going to occupy our spaces and stay out of your space because that's what, that's what you asked for. That's what you asked for. Right. And nope. we don't want to die. So we're just going to, you know, mind our business. And then over the course of many years, white people have decided, you know what? One your day. space looks more popping than our space. We so now we want your space as well. Yeah. And we're there. I don't like, and that's what gentrification has basically become. It's like, oh, you know, we made you niggas go into these poor areas and these cities, and now we want to come into those cities. So we're just going to kick you all out, price you all out, yep, let our dogs is, shit on your, your expensive school a, campuses. It's a crazy cycle because back in the day, they kicked everybody out, made everybody scatter. To, they wanted to live in the burbs, have, have a yard, have space. They wanted a dog. They wanted a white picket fence. What the fuck ever. I'd say probably about 20 to 30 years ago, there was this big influx to come back into cities now. And that's when rent skyrocketed. That's when they started kicking things out of neighbors they've lived in since, I don't know, 1900, mm-hmm. probably before then. Mm-hmm. What's the, what do you think the reasons for that is? They want to be closer to work. Right, because work is in the cities. Everybody works in the city still. Right, but the, everyone was working in the city before then, no? They were, but the, I think back like the 50s and shit, the, American dream, quote unquote, was to have land, have a house, your dog, two point one kids, what the fuck ever. Yeah. As people don't forget the picket fence and the white oh, yeah, picket fence, yeah, yeah. that was important. Story of America. And as the years went on, people probably got sick of doing the commute every day, of living forty to fifty miles outside the city. Right. Public transportation. 
you get a, a younger crowd that's like, oh, I like to hang out. I want to be in the city more. So they start moving back in. Property values goes back up. They start getting niggas out. They price them out their own places. And then you're going back to the burbs, which they're starting to price down now in yep. some places. Yeah. Here, basically. not so much, but like big cities, that's, that's exactly what they're doing. Basically. Um, so this story leads me to my next story, unless, Evan, you look like you have something to say. <laughs> you all right? That was, that was very... You all right, my nigga? <laughs> Are you okay today? Do you need a this, moment? This nigga is malfunctioning today. He, yeah, like... He is his, breaking down. His circuits are not... <laughs> you got to bring him into the shop for repairs. His, <laughs> his, his synapses need some WD-40. <laughs> yeah. What's going on over there, bro? We can talk about it. Ah, oh, man, I'm good, man. You got mad couches down here. You can sit on one. <laughs> I know, they recline and everything. Are you going to sit in the other one and yeah. analyze my brain? I mean, no. I might ask you how you're feeling today. <laughs> analyze your brain. Nobody wants to be inside your brain. That's a scary place. <laughs> you, you good? Yeah, but isn't that the point? To figure out something you don't understand? I don't know. When I went to therapy, they just helped me talk to you. Because you want to understand it, right? I, I'm, not sure way? I'm not sure what you're asking. As like therapists or psychiatrists or mm-hmm. whoever mm-hmm. want to know what's in people's, inside people's heads, don't you try to figure out what's inside their head? Not or are so you much. trying to help them cope with what's inside their head? Oh, so many questions at once. Um, <laughs> I think I asked four questions. <laughs> I'm like, um, I thought it was two, but maybe it was more. <laughs> it felt like a lot. I think it was only two, but the way you phrased it was a lot for me. Um, maybe it was the words you used. I think that I felt... said inside their heads like eight times, so it sounded like <laughs> yeah. four questions. Yeah, um, it, it's it's a little bit of both. It's not necessarily trying to figure out what's in their heads. You know, I think a lot of people have this misconception about therapy that like we do the most, the most of the legwork We're really, it's the client that does like, I can't feed anything back to you that you don't give me. So as you are more forthcoming with what's going on with you, I may kind of take it and scramble it a little bit to get you to see it in a different light. Um, and then teach you, teach you co- coping mechanisms to deal with that. But I don't like I I don't like open the top of your head up and tap dance on your brain and figure out things that you're not aware of. Thought this was get out. My bad. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I think <laughs> my bad. I think oh, it's really man. just about like you know most of what I I do is just listening. Like it's very active listening, and then um, I use things like hunches to be like, okay, you just said this, but what if I rephrase it as that? Now, how do you feel when I say it that way? And then you say, oh shit. Um, and, and then we kind of go from there. You know what I mean? It's identifying feelings because a lot of times people tend to intellectualize. So instead of actually feeling something, they'll talk about it in a logical way. But what we feel is not logical. It's not supposed to be. So like you might say, well, I was sad, but it's, it's fine. You know, like people get sad sometimes. That's intellectualizing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my therapist hat back off now. <laughs> put that on the, put that on the table. All right. No, all it was is I had a thought that went away, and I lost it, and I was just thinking while you guys were talking, and you seen me thinking, and that's what happened. Yeah, you did look like yeah. you, you just, there were things happening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so while we're on the subject of white people, white peopleing, um, yeah. I do want to talk about a personal experience that I had. Um, I don't, was this last weekend? I can't, all the days of my life seem to run together. Anyway, it was a Sunday afternoon, and uh, Anthony and I went out to 75 Center. Who? Oh, you're going to be an asshole about this. Hey, what up, nigga? <laughs> Anthony and I went out to 75 Center for lunch. Why are you talking like she, she in court or some shit right because now? Because he said, who? 
Because he has to be an asshole. <laughs> Nigga, you know who? We went to fucking lunch, okay? This is, can I get to the story now? Do you feel better? Anyway. Keep going. Keep going. So he had to go into work a little bit later that day. So we went to lunch. It was about 3.30, 4 o'clock, like a late lunch. Um, I can't. Why are you making faces? I'm just trying to talk. Come on, come on, come on, come on. on. Seriously. Like, why does he do this? You're stressing this shit out, bro. Stop being dumb. I didn't say a word. You didn't have to. You're giving me the craziest face, yo. Matter of fact, I'm going to post a picture. Make the face. I'm going to post it online for people to see. Okay. All right. Okay, <laughs> y'all. So anyway, so we're we're there, whatever. We order drinks. He gets a huckleberry lemonade. I order a beer. That sounds like a racist ass lemonade. Well, <laughs> but wait, there's there must wait, be more. But wait, there's more. Eric's about to crack his drink because he already knows where. I feel like he already knows where I'm going with this. I, I want to be clear. I haven't told the guys this story yet, so they're hearing this for the first time. As you uh, listeners are going to be. Um, <sighs> So he orders a huckleberry lemonade. I order a beer. We order our food. Our food comes. And uh, we start eating. We're talking. And we're seated. So uh, because it's the middle of the day, the, the restaurant's pretty empty. Now, I've been to 75 Center a million times. Um, so we're seated on one side of the restaurant, and nobody else is on the same side as us. So we, were, we had the whole side to ourselves. Um, there's other people on the other side of the restaurant. And so we're talking, eating, whatever. And Anthony's got, like, his straw in his hand, and he's, like, swirling his lemonade as he's, like, drinking it. You know, like, how you kind of play with your... And the berries are in the bottom of the cup. Yeah, you want to mix it a little bit. Right. So when the lemonade came over, it was clear with berries in the bottom. As he's swirling, the color from the berries is coming out into the drink. So by, like, mid-meal, his drink has, like, a pinkish tint to it, right? Mm -hmm. So we're talking, and we're playing Jenga, and, you know, just whatever and all of a sudden our waitress comes over and she's got this very stern look on her face and she looks at anthony and she's like what did you put in that drink (laughs) and now the question like at first i didn't realize what she was asking like it hit him before it hit me like she's standing to my left and He's sitting across from me, and I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm looking at her. I'm not realizing what's going on, and then she repeats herself. She's like, what'd you put in that drink? Like. Hang on. I'm going to explain. With an attitude? Yes. Like, she's got a very serious look on her face. Because I thought she was joking at first, which is why I was like, wait, what? Like, did she really just ask that? And he's like, nothing. Mm. Why? And she's like, because when I brought that drink over to you, it was clear. And now it's that color. And if you put anything else in that drink, I need to know because we could get in trouble for that. And you can't be putting things in your drink. And he's like, I was swirling the berries around and the color from the berries tinted the drink. And the whole time I'm in my head, like, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay, do you guys need anything else? Mm. And we were like, no. And she just walked away. And now I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me. And he was very good about it and kind of, like, just moving on to, like, the rest of our lunch. And the whole time I'm in my head, like, did that really just fucking happen? And it frustrated me because... If yeah, take a drink, mm-hmm. <laughs> take a drink. It frustrated me because one, I never want to 
Like, it was my suggestion to go to that restaurant. It's somewhere that I've been before. He had been there before, so I wasn't thinking anything of it. I've never experienced anything like that there before. Um, it is never my intention to bring somebody into a space where we're going to be disrespected or mistreated, although I can't necessarily account for that. Right. Um, but also... I felt like, okay, should I have like reacted to that? Because it would have been different to me if maybe it was a man, but the fact that it was a woman profiling him in that way, like I felt, I, I would have felt protective over him either way. But I was like, like, and then I'm like, well, what do you do? Do you cause a fucking scene? That's, like, that's you know what I mean? Like, do what? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, but like, Cause, why? Because then when you cause why? a scene, you're exactly what they exactly, you were. exactly. So, so you know, lose, lose. It'd so you, you have to swallow your pride. You got to take the L. You got to go in there and wild out and just know you ain't going back there no more. It's yeah. one of the two. And the thing is, is like, we only had one drink. We hadn't even finished our drinks. Like, I was, I was only maybe halfway through our beer. We were dressed, like, I was in a dress. He had on, like, a polo. Like, because he had to go to work afterwards. Yeah. It was the middle of a Sunday. Like, what did you think we, we were putting was, in our drinks? Was, was his drink, I'm assuming by the name, it was an alcoholic beverage? It was, was yeah. Okay. We, we so, both had alcoholic so, beverages. What I'm assuming she was implying is that he drank a little bit of his drink, put some more alcohol in it. That's yes. exactly that's what she meant. That's exactly so what she meant. So he didn't have to for more drink. Yes. My problem is she don't know her colors. Yeah, if there's blueberries in the bottom what, of your goddamn yeah, lemonade yeah, I, and you crush the blueberries, what the fuck you think is going to happen? What pink drink is he putting in there to make it that color? Right. And I was like, did she think like, you poured lean in there? She may have. She may you know what I mean? Like a, that's that's, that's literally what I said to him. That nigga had a bottle of Nuvo. Exactly. And you know, like he, you, you, like you know his personality. So like he was really good about it. And he's like, you know what, Bianca? Honestly, he's like the fact that she wasn't smart enough to know like that the berries were in the cup and that that's what caused it. He's like, I'm not even gonna like let myself get worked up over it. Oh, he's way but it, than I exactly, he <laughs> is. He he really handled that with so much class because I was pissed, mm-hmm. and I was pissed. I was offended, and I I go into like. I don't want to say mama bear mode, not in regards to him, but in that same way, like anytime something racial like that is happening, I go into overcharge to protect. And I'm like, yo, like that's bullshit. You know what I mean? And then to be an asshole, he orders like a non-alcoholic lemonade. And then she comes over like later throughout the, throughout our time sitting there. And he's like, oh, can I have some of the berries that were in my other drink? And she's like, yeah. So he, she brings them over and he puts them in the cup and he does the exact same thing. And she literally says nothing. And I'm like, you're such an asshole. But he's like, no. He's like, for real. He's like, if she, the fact that she wasn't smart enough to like know that berries would have tinted the drink, he's like, I, I can't even like let myself get mad. And I appreciate that about him, but it pissed me off. Listen, that's his fault for ordering huckleberries. If we being honest, <laughs> shut up. And he was, the that's, thing is, that's, he what, asked that's her. what I really, that's All what right. I really want to say. All right, I'm Tom trying, Sawyer, trying to be a good person. Listen, I'm trying to be a good person when I'm 33. <laughs> You a big grown ass man. Order a drink, my nigga. It was lunchtime. He had to go to work. Drink a beer, my nigga. Hang on, hang on. But so he asked her, right? Because he was like, oh, I want lemonade with my, with my like, you know, like I want like a hard lemonade or whatever with my meal. And so he asked her like of the list of these, he was like, which one like would you recommend? It was her recommendation. What? She said, you like the huckleberry? She would. It was her recommendation. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest part of all of this. Mm-hmm. 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 So I'm like, she just wanted to say something to that nigga. That's all that shit was. She she just wanted to have something to say to that nigga because y'all was probably the only niggas in there. We were. No, she just wanted to have something to say. That was a trap, bro. I'm like, you know, (laughs) that'll that'll teach you, Anthony. Order a goddamn beer next time. You're a grown ass man. Huckleberry lemonade. So frustrating. Nice, nice so, little, nice so little racism on a Sunday afternoon. Yo, like, before, you, before you go to work. Oh, 
You know what else is frustrating as fuck? What's that? <sighs> so, Jay-Z announces his uh, B-Sides 2 tour. I don't, or concert. Talk, I don't concert. want to talk about it. Yo. I don't want to talk about it, Evan. Yo. Announces his B-Sides 2 concert. <laughs> I'm look, I look at the date. I'm like, yes, I can go. Two it's weeks. Friday. It's two, two weeks. weeks. Yep. I'm off, but it's a Friday. Cool. I sat there for like 30 seconds, sent you out a screenshot. Boom. Yo, I'm pumped. Thinking to myself, I'm pumped. Yeah. And then I thought even longer. And I'm like, motherfucker, I picked up a fucking midnight shift that night. It, it, it wouldn't even have mattered, bro. Why? Did you see the ticket they, prices? No, after that, I Fuck just didn't that. even look. They sold out like a minute and a half, nigga. I mean, yeah. I would have been on when they went on sale, but. There was a line. I saw somebody, uh, they had the pre-sale. They didn't even make it to regular sale. It was like pre-sale. That shits went dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. yeah I, I had the pre-sale. Yeah, so the pre-sale shit. Been, yeah, yeah. The line was like two thousand plus well, to yeah. get tickets. It was crazy. But my my question is, Webster Hall. Yep. Is that an arena? No, no, no. no, no it's so not it's an arena. Webster's, room Webster's. It's a standing room place. I don't know. They just redid it. They I don't just know re- what they remodeled, like. so they might have seats now. But I remember going before. I think it was only standing room. Mm-hmm. It's like Terminal Five. Mm-hmm. Yes, same it is. thing. Terminal Five is standing room only. They can probably put about thirty five hundred, maybe five thousand people in, in Terminal Five. Because it's it's multi it's multi level and there's no there's no seats in Terminal Five. Nigga, the tickets were in the thousands. You had to stand up in the thousands to possibly stand up. That's after that's people resell. That's probably resell. I would assume it's resell. From what I understand, it was like when they dropped, they were between like eight hundred and a thousand before. For real? Yeah, Damn. I can't see. I mean, I don't I know see. because yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it sold out in a day, that's so I don't yeah, know. It's probably resell. <laughs> probably resell. Yeah. But I was like, holy shit! Which is something else they gotta regulate. Yeah, because that's crazy. The shitty part is, in such a small venue, there's no way. Yeah, I wouldn't even, honestly, now that you're saying that, like, I wouldn't want to, I don't like standing. Oh, I'd have been in there, boy. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I, I definitely wouldn't. Want what? I'd rather, I want, B-side? I'd go to a B-side at an arena or a theater. I'm going to see. Somewhere I could sit and don't have to worry about, I'm short, man. I can't be looking over <laughs> niggas. You better not want to make it in the way. front row, <laughs> then what? I can't even, I'm there for what? I might as well sit in the nosebleeds at a Cowboys game or some shit. It's basically Never the same that. shit. Never that. When I was at Raw's in the nosebleeds, I should have so go. Oh, yeah, you went to Raw. This <laughs> <laughs> nigga, Eric, nigga Eric was sitting up with the Celtics banners. <laughs> you saw the picture I took, right? Yeah, nigga. Crazy. I was eye level. You know how fucking small the ring is, nigga? Bro, I was very upset. Mad small. No, I was very upset. <laughs> Sorry. You I'm going to me, see uh, LMA in May okay. um, at Toad's Place, and we got like early admission. Uh, We're going to, we get to do like the meet, meet and greet and stuff. So we'll be like right up front because otherwise it's standing room it's only too. I'm yeah. like, I, pff, nah. Who did I see in Toad's back in 2012? Kendrick Lamar. Uh, it was tight in that bitch. You hear me? I think Sexy Nadia came out. This was right before it was like uh, uh, maybe at the top of 2012. So Good Kid Mass City hadn't came out yet. It was yep. tight in that bitch. You hear me? I wanted to go see Currency and Wiz in there, but I no, 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 no. I'm too damn old. Yeah. And I went out there smelling like a pound and had to go to work the next day. <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> Dead ass. Couldn't do it. Last time I went, I went to see Ty Dolla Sign before he blew up. Before, before the album came out? Yeah. Mm. Um, before the Free TC joint. It was like right around one of the Beach House 2, I think. Okay. I think it was, yeah, because it was after Paranoid came out. Okay, okay. Um, but now? But now that I'm thinking about it, I might have seen Fab after that. I don't know why, but. You got me fucked up. Standing room only? Can't do it. It yeah. gotta be I mean, this special. was year, this was at gotta least be somebody five, special. four or five years ago. Because that's when, that's why I don't I don't want to go to a festival. Other than it's outside all day. Oh no no mm. no! Fuck that! No sir. Coachella looks like the worst experience ever. Yo, unless you're like Festivals VI are a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because they're like it's like a 12 hour thing. You have to stand up. There's grass. The food's probably overpriced, like a carnival. There's only porter potties. 
it's, it <laughs> yeah, sounds like nah. a disaster. And it's babe. multiple days. So like by Sunday, you're like a zombie. And it's all day. It's yeah. all day. Nah, I'm straight. And if you it, keep it real, if you're at a festival, you only want to see like maybe five acts yeah. all together for the, and the, they have the different stages. So a lot of times you can't even see both. Because I remember the acts you want to see. I remember Coachella when Coachella came out. Beyonce was going. I looked to see what it was like to get the Coachella for the week one. It's in the desert. Yeah, nigga, it's it's an it's like an hour and a half from LAX. Yeah, it's hella expensive to find somewhere to stay. Yes, and the passes are old D. Yes, no, yep. absolutely not. Don't don't look at the Instagram. You thinking it's fun? Ooh, I rented a house for the weekend. For Everybody Coachella. makes everything look good on Instagram. Dog. Don't, Correct. Don't let these niggas that just got signed to Rock Nation fool you. <laughs> they they on somebody's budget. You could go on. You gonna be sad as a bitch trying to do the shit yourself. You could go on Instagram and think shit in a litter box is exciting. Or hilarious, depending on depending on the situation. <laughs> depending on the situation, it might be funny, nigga. Yeah, fuck that. Um, Notre Dame. Let me tell you, let me tell you. I'm, like, I'm gonna say what I said last week. Fuck religion, if we're being honest. <laughs> I don't have a problem with religion in theory. I have a problem with organizing. Yeah, the theory. The theory is, yeah, you, sh- you should want to do right by it's, people. Religion, the spirituality. Belief in a higher being, that's all great. Yeah, sure. Once you put everybody together, you put some ancient texts together, you start telling stories from 2,000 years ago, and you try to live your life based on it, and you, you know, wage wars, genocide. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. That's where that's where religion might get a, get a, little, get a little disillusioned. Because so, all of them have done it. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, so Notre Dame is the very famous church in Par- uh, Paris, France? Is, it is that where the hunch- Hunchback was? Yeah. That's where Quasimodo was. Quasimodo. Ah, that was his name. Um, and it burned down. Eh, not all of it. Uh, it burned. It, it, nice it, little amount. Yeah. A, good, a lot of it. Nice burned. little portion. A good chunk nice of it. Nice little portion. Yeah, a good chunk of it burned down. It's not, it's not a total loss. <laughs> no, no, it won't be. You shitting me, nigga. Uh, <laughs> and since it has burned down, all, all these people with money all across the globe, especially certain people from you know our, our lovely country here, have raised about a billion dollars. Last time it was over a billion yeah. dollars. Yeah, I think it is over a billion dollars to rebuild this church. And and within a day, yeah. there was like $600 yeah. million dollars Absolutely. put up. And that... I, I responded about this on social media, and I'm sure that some people took it very offensively. And if you did, then you did. Um, fuck that funky ass church. And I say that because all these billionaires churches get burned down every day. B. Yep, down south. All these billionaires, millionaires, our own fucking government that yep. agreed to put up money to yep. rebuild this church that's not even in our country when three historical black churches have been burned down to the ground in the United States this year alone in 2019, Ooh. burned down. And Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. Nope. And Puerto Rico's just a fucking mess. But you gonna rebuild a church that ain't even here. Let me tell you, I need Are you niggas for real? Yeah, I need something. Notre Dame is part of the Catholic Church overall. I thought you said Nostradamus. No, not Nostradamus. <laughs> what a bad Yo, wow. My lord. Notre Dame, part of the Catholic, the overall Catholic Church. The Catholic Church has so much money, they're their own sovereign nation in the middle of fucking Rome. They got walls. They got their own currency. The whole nine yards. The Vatican would have footed the bill and said, "Fuck it, we got it. Rebuild it. Who cares?" It's a historical landmark. They don't have insurance on that shit. That's yeah. what, that's what, Evan, that's what that, Evan asked. That's my thing. One, y'all don't have insurance. That's one. Two, everyone's do- you said by day one, day two, Over people are donating. Over Why are y'all, million can y'all let them d- 
determine the damage and price that shit out and see how much that shit's going to cost, I how much insurance is going to cost, and then let them say, hey, this is how much we have, this is how much it's going to cost, can, we, can y'all help us out? It, Nobody even fucking waited for it, that shit. No, they it were just like, let's all pay for it. That's my biggest it beef with it. It don't matter. The Catholic Church, the organization, stretches the whole world. Yes. The Catholic schools you go to around here are part of the same one that's part of y'all Notre Dame. Y'all, y'all should take that they money. They don't need the money. Nigga. Y'all should take that money. And give it to the little boys y'all priests been touching. If we're being fucking and I bet, honest. And I bet the records of the priests. If we're being fucking honest. That just bet, made my skin crawl and I bet a little the, bit. I bet the little records of the priests. I bet they burned up to the ground. They got rid of all the, they got hold down to all the artifacts. Bet them records just burnt the fuck up. And then you stupid Ash motherfuckers talking about, oh. <laughs> See, y'all got me going. Go ahead. Right. Go off, nigga. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to stop you today. I'm not even going to stop you, bro. The cross is still standing and everything around it else is burning. Yo, when I Motherfucker, see that shit, the cross is gold. The other shit is wood. Wood burns at a lower degree than gold does. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just a little, little, just a little science. No, the like, cross is still there. When I Fuck see, they were here, like, man. the cross is still there by the grace of God. And I was like, bruh. It's metal. Like, Honestly speaking, because I, I do believe in a higher power. I do believe in God. I don't believe in, in the institution of the church. Mm-mm. But if you skip the science class where you learned that gold has a higher burning point than everything else. Than plywood? Uh, than, uh, than fucking regular ass trees, nigga. I don't know. I, Even if you skip the science class, it's called Google, nigga. It's called Google. <laughs> like, How much... Like How that, much degrees Fahrenheit does wood burn? <laughs> How much degrees Fahrenheit does gold burn? And you got your fucking answer. There you go. Yeah. Like, like not everything and, and many things I think are an act of God. You know, I do believe that. But this that this one won them. This one it. That one that one that. And that my, was and science. My, and my baby. favorite part is <laughs> that now was science. <laughs> they've been looking into it. Notre Dame has been neglected for years. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason why it went up in fucking flames. Mm-hmm. Talk but about now it. you want to give them a billion dollars to and, put it back up. Where are your conspiracy theorists here, huh? Go get them. Where are at, though? Oh, oh. Go get them. Sorry. Okay, maybe maybe get them, but a little lower. <laughs> nah, go fucking get them. Fucking stick them with the pointy end. Fuck it, go get them. It's just very, it's very frustrating to be a citizen in this country, to be informed on the issues and then watch our government do dumb shit on a daily fucking basis. Like, it's so frustrating, yeah. Yeah. yo. Like, we don't got no business paying for that fucking church, bro. For what? When you will tell people who are arguing for higher wages and better education in our we country, and you'll say, well, where's the money coming from? When when Ocasio... Uh, AOC. AOC <laughs> asked for... Ask Spanish chicken. That's not that's not why I stuttered, but I, I I feel you. But when she asked for funds for the Green New Deal to save the planet because global warming is wild right now, niggas was like, nah, there's no money for that. Nah, we straight. But you're gonna rebuild the church in somebody else's country. When the polar caps melt, Notre Dame will still be standing though. That's important. That's very important. We're, we're all underwater, twelve feet of water, you know. I wonder how close it is to the shore. Who knows? No, Paris I think Paris is landlocked. Yeah, and most Paris is, yeah. Paris I was, is I, for whatever reason, I was just thinking France and not Paris. But yeah, yeah. Fran- skip France. that uh, class in geography. We see what skipping classes get us, don't you we? see, and I could have Googled, but I'm on a podcast, so mm-hmm. I have time. Mm-hmm. Skipping classes makes people think that God didn't allow gold to burn. That's right. Okay. You see, so... there's other pictures where somebody said there was an angel in the flames. Yeah, and they, all like, that. See they that like too. cleared out the smoke. <laughs> go, go, to, go to school, kids. The, spot, the, the, oh, the, oh, the spire fell in, but, it, you know, the angel was there helping. 
he would help him. Well, nobody in the building. It just went the fuck up. I'm just glad nobody got hurt. Yeah, that's the biggest thing in as uh-huh. well. No one was injured. I'm glad nobody got hurt. I don't want anybody to see get hurt. But I don't give a fuck about Notre Dame, the building, or, at all. The, or the school. At all. Fuck the school, too. Yeah. <sighs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> that got me angry. I'm trying to be a positive person. Um, The Mueller report. See, yeah, keep being know. angry. Keep being angry. Right. <laughs> Might as well just stick with being yeah, angry. Just be angry, my nigga. So the redacted Mueller report drops. Yes, I think it came up third. Like a mixtape on that piff. Nigga, <laughs> did you see some? Did you see some of the stuff that was redacted? How much of it was redacted? Yo, like whole fucking lines, like whole lines down a whole page of redaction. That shit is ridiculous. I was watching Mad Out. She uh, she showed one of the pages. It was just a big black block for like half the page. Yeah, just a big black block. So, okay. So yeah. we're just redacting so, everything. So now so, they're trying to get the redacted report unredacted. That's well, the word. But uh, yes, yeah. they are trying to get the full report released. Yep. They are. They have also already subpoenaed um, Mueller to testify in court. So he's yeah. going to have to talk about it. I think it's um, this month. Yeah. So is that going to be another twelve-hour? Oh, probably. Oh, Might definitely. Be CNN show. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're probably. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they have AOC leading leading the pack again, going line by line and making yeah, that nigga explain what, himself. What committee? Is is uh is handling it, yeah. I don't know what committee she's on, but Ugh. they're gonna be up there. And I, yeah. My assumption is gonna be both the House and the Senate. Yes, that are that are gonna be uh, investigating. So yeah, because there's a lot of shit in there, and it's so go ahead. Four hundred and forty-six pages. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. thanks. When it came out the first time, it was heavily redacted. Um, like I said, I was watching Mad Out when she was talking about it. Um, the president's not happy about it because you know. <laughs> not good it's very damning yeah, it's not good so the the well, he, he said what the attorney general Barr said it's a complete and total exoneration so oh, trump God. just ran with that i'm exonerated oh, there was no God. collusion there was no nothing what a fucking lacking the report details at least 10 instances where he tried to obstruct justice justice i can't mm. even talk today um It talks about how when he was informed that Mueller was being appointed to the special counsel to investigate, Mm -hmm. that he said, oh, oh, I'm fucked. This is the end of my presidency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It talks about the P-tape. The P-tape was real. So the president did get peed on in Russia. That happened. Um, It talks about how... It talks about his uh, press secretary, that lying cunt with the crooked eye, um, and how she was deliberately lying to the American people. She wasn't lying. She's 36. Why does she look like that? She had a slip of the tongue. She wasn't lying. She's 36. Why does she look like she's about to die? Yo, she looks terrible. She looks Um, terrible. And I'm I'm, I'm typically not one to judge women very (laughs) harshly on their looks, but that is an uh, he, she's an ugly soul, and it reflects her physic, her it's, physical looks. It's bad in, inside like, and the outside. She had the wrong that's body really part. That's really what it is. She had a slip of the tongue. She had a slip of her eye. Uh, well, that that eye be doing what it wants, bro. That's, that shit should be one. slipping like DMX. Um, so she lied multiple times to the American people, yep. and now they're calling for her to be fired. Yep. She's a cunt, so I hope she goes to hell. Yep. Um, what else was in the report? Lots of things. Lots of things. It was a lot to go over, and I think Maddo tried to do try to cram it in an hour. But it was too much. Even from the shit that's redacted, it's gonna be too much. I know the the house wants the full report out. I don't know if it should be out in the public, but they should be able to see the full report. Absolutely. I don't. I don't if we don't need to see it because we're not policymakers, but the people that are there that make these decisions need to see it. They need to see the whole thing. You can redact it later. Absolutely. It ain't like this is this ain't some Mission Impossible shit. Tom Cruise ain't hopping over no no buildings and no shit like that in the report. It's just about Donald Trump getting peed on. 
and you know, possibly, uh, possibly stealing an election. I'm just saying, wilder things have happened. Yeah, and like I was, I was listening to NPR, and they were, I saw that was the oldest thing I ever fucking said in my life. I go, I was just about to Jesus say, Jesus Christ, God damn, it was like a, old. it was like a 20 minute NPR like Can we start recap. Final of, five in, please? <laughs> it, it was a, it was an NPR podcast like a 20 minute recap because every morning I listen to, or I try to listen to just what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. 15 minutes. So this was like a special add-on. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> I listened to that, and they were saying like all of this coming out out at once would have been damning, but there's so much shit that we already knew about in it right. that it kind of helps him out. Yeah, but I think too it's at the point where the people that fuck with him, it don't matter what he do. Yeah, at this point we they gonna fuck with him regardless. Yes, and the people that don't fuck with him ain't gonna fuck with him regardless because he's a piece yeah, of shit. Because the people that fuck with him are like cultish like they're like sports fans in a they way. would like, rather burn than turn on them yeah, yeah it's like, like they'd, they'd rather see the whole world like burn yeah than my turn president won yeah mm-hmm. and it's just like bro this isn't it's not good. basketball yeah well white nationalists like, tend you, to be cult like like what are y'all doing <laughs> but somebody i saw something on twitter earlier today um this girl this woman um from germany lives here now her parent one of her parents is german her other parent is palestinian her german wow. grandfather uh was part of the Third Reich with Hitler. Jesus Christ. Never, barely met him, only talked to him once. He was so devoted to Hitler and the Third Reich that he, all this shit went to shit. When it was, you know, some people, you know how some people do. They'll, they'll rock with the winning side until the winning side and yeah. the winning side no more. Mm-hmm. Not some of these motherfuckers. They'll go down with the shit. Oh, yeah. They some little motherfuckers. They, they'd rather die than oh, be yeah. like, oh, take a step back and say, oh, maybe killing 11 million people just because they're Jewish is wrong. Listen, now let's just go down with the shit. Listen, we we know many people like this. We, maybe on a smaller scale, but we know people who are are that committed to to uh, chaos, oh, to yeah. dysfunction, yeah. to to yeah. hatred, to just all of those things. Rather burn, um, rather burn down. It's yeah. crazy to even. And that's how a lot of yeah, it is crazy to wrap your head around. And I think that's just a lot of how his supporters are. I, I think at this point, it doesn't matter what anybody says about him; oh. they're not going to turn their back on him. That's why people are worried about. The election. Yes. For 2020. Yes. I read something that 20% of Bernie supporters would rather vote for Trump than vote for Elizabeth Warren if Bernie doesn't get. Which is fucking insane. This is my problem with Bernie Sanders and the people that fuck with him. They'd rather burn than win. They'd rather watch it, watch us all go down in a heap of, in a blaze of glory than be like, okay, the nigga I want ain't going to get in. He don't need to be there. He, he might kill over in year one for just being old as dirt. They'd rather burn it all down and just go, okay, the person I didn't want to, a person I wanted didn't get in, but the the alternative is much better than what's already there now. They would rather burn it, burn it all down, and it's the stupidest shit ever. But yeah, what are you gonna do? <sighs> so they're floating the word impeachment around again. Yeah, for, I believe at for this the forty fifth time. Po- at this point, this how long would impeaching him and getting it's him not gonna do any, it's not gonna be any good for starters? Would it take longer than? No, would it take eighteen the months? Because that's when impeach. the next. But I'm saying, how long would it take to get him out? More than he's got left. That's what I'm saying. So it's not in even theory, worth it. Yeah. yeah, it's not worth the time. Yeah, the Senate, the Senate has to vote for impeachment. They have the majority. They're not going to do it. I think their hope is that if they call for impeachment, that maybe he'll just resign. He's not. Gonna. He's not going to do that. If he loses, he might not leave. They might have to kill that motherfucker in the, in the office. There well, is. A th- I thought I read a former governor of Mass is uh put his bid in for president as a Republican. Maybe. Uh, don't have his name. I should have Googled that before I said it. But, is that uh, Peter? No, that's he's he's out in the Midwest. You might be thinking okay. about Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney used to be the governor of Mass. No, it's not Mitt. Now Romney. he's the U.S. Senator of Ms. Utah. Romney. Gross. How you go from being the governor of Massachusetts to a U.S. Senator in Utah? 
is hilarious just to think about the differences in the two places. I know he's a Mormon and all that shit, but no, Utah? so he's right at home in Utah. Yeah, kissing his cousins and all that other wild shit they do out there. Bill Weld, Bill Weld, his name. Okay. Yes, William Weld or whatever. Um, so yeah, he's in, he's put his name in for twenty twenty. So. As a Republican, yep. There's there's he's a, the first one to come out against Trump. Okay, he has yeah. to be. Okay. Has yep. to be. Yep. Yep. You usually don't run against an incumbent in, in your own party. There's twenty people on the Democrat Democratic side talking about they won't be president. At least they're all drowning <laughs> each other out because they're all talking about absolutely fucking nothing at this point. Yeah, you're still a year out from even primary. The mm-hmm. DNC won't happen until July 2020. You're all out here just running your fucking mouth, talking about nothing. I need them all to shut the fuck up for a few months. Yes. Go away. Please yeah, because there's away. too many of them. There's too many. If there was niggas. if there was less, then I could focus. It's just it's, so many. It's almost twenty people at this point. Yeah, and they're just saying a million things. And so, most um, of them even talking about policy yet. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's too a much. Lot. Shut I up. I, I don't want. I don't want to hear it. Go away. I need to cut you niggas in half, and then I'll start listening. Maybe it's time to call the herd. Get out of here, man. <laughs> but this up. is but this is the problem with the Democratic Party. You know what I mean? We cannot come together on anything enough to move forward. Why are there twenty fucking options? Sit you niggas down in a room and decide who is the best out of all of you. No, absolutely. Because this is ridiculous. You're not you're not helping anybody. This is exactly how Trump won in the first I place. I want them I, when I want them to get closer to a, a reasonable number. Pick, get your best five. Let's figure this shit out. Exactly. Like like a ball game. All you other niggas just out here. Some of y'all just repeat what other niggas are saying. Some of y'all just want some want some intention. So you say you're gonna run for president. You get a few radio interviews. Nah, that's They're what they They're pulling resources. Like that money could go to somebody who actually has a chance of Let's winning. Let's all get like, in the room and just be real. Be real with each other. Get the fuck out. You're not. You don't have a chance. You, 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 and you. All you niggas in the back that only we only know about you because you said you're running for president. Go home. For real. For real. Go like, home. At this point, it's not. It's just useless. Um, and that brings me to the point of the the major thing that the the report spells out that you know we knew was that there was definitively um, Russian involvement in the 2016 election. Yep. And when somebody addressed Trump about it, he said, "Well, it's Obama's fault." Isn't it always? Isn't it always? Blame the black guy. Yep. But I knew as soon as they said something happened and it wasn't on his watch, he was going to blame. He was going to blame mm-hmm. uh, President Obama. That's 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 easy. Of course. Of course. Except Obama should have said something. Nigga, it was your fault. You, you know, over here getting pissed on. Fuck out of here. I think Trump needs a new lawyer. He should hire Kim K. Oof. This is Kim K's path to being a lawyer is even crazier than suits on USA. <laughs> At least Mike Ross is like a genius and shit. When y'all sent me that, you're like, yo, like, did she go to school? No. I'm like, yo, not and I thought about it. I'm like, well, she, if you could pass the test, they probably would just let you do it, huh? Nah, so she did go to college. <laughs> she did not finish college. Mm-hmm. I guess she said, she explained herself on the internet. She said something what? like, California requires you to have like 66 credits, and I guess she had like 71. A full bachelor's is like 120. It is. Um, so she is basically, uh, apparently this is illegal in California. She can do an internship at a at a, a legal yeah she probably got she's yeah my assumption is with her she'll be at a prestigious law firm yes maybe somebody knew her father and I don't want to cut you off no but no go ahead four years yes she has to, she has to basically be an apprentice mm-hmm. she can take the bar in that and be um why why would she want to do this she said it's something she's always wanted to do her father was a lawyer and it's what she wants to do. I don't have, listen, I don't have a problem with it. If California allows it and it's her yeah, dream, no, then sure. No, me, She's been doing a lot of legal work. I'm, I think good for her. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just curious as to why you'd want to put yourself through that and you got all the money you, My, all the money you need and you have the resources to fund right. 
things you you're passionate about if, if you are passionate about prison reform and all I think, that. My thing too is she might want to have question. more knowledge about it, have a more hands-on approach. My my thing to her would be well, it's, it's a lot of reading. Yeah. It's a lot of info to take in. Yes. It's a lot to know. Because how do you focus on your business, your brand, if you're so dedicated to this? Well, she can get her nudes off regardless. Chris, uh, Chris got all that shit under oh, control. Oh, she can post the studying nudes. Yeah. Oh, that, oh that's why on, not? Oh, that's that's on deck. You wait for that. Uh, that's on deck. You know, um, don't worry. No, and I and I say that to say she's probably going to put somebody in charge to run her businesses. I mean, at this point, because yeah, she can't, she, she just won't have time yeah. to do both. She's got four kids yeah. coming, even with eight nannies. She's, like, it's, that's gonna be a lot of she work. Gonna, she gonna wait four. She got four kids. She has three and, and a one on the way. Oh, wait, she's she, pregnant. Yeah. No, she's not pregnant. She's got a surrogate. Her surrogate. I had no idea. Yeah. Her surrogate going through it, ain't she? Yeah. Man, her <laughs> surrogate, her surrogate working overtime. Goddamn. <laughs> Word. Popping them kids out. So she got someone run run the business and someone carry her baby. The issue, exactly. The issue <laughs> yeah, that I do have with her is that the reason why she came out and explained herself was to say that that it's not her privilege that's allowing her to do this, and that's a lie. And you know. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you have privilege. You're a multimillionaire. You're, you come from an extremely wealthy family. Most, the average Joe living in California could not afford to get a four-year apprentice, apprenticeship at a law firm. Put a life on pause. Put, put their life on pause to dedicate themselves to studying enough to pass the bar without actually going to law school to do this. You know what I mean? And it, it is privilege. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Just say, yeah, I do have the privilege of doing this and I want to do it because it's what I want to do. Nobody's going to hold it against you at this point, Kim <laughs> K. It, it's, it's, For it's, real. After all the shit you've done, like, listen, <laughs> this we, is the least We didn't see you naked. We didn't see you booty. We didn't see you fuck Ray J. Nobody cares anymore. Right. Just, you know, go do this and go do some go with it. That's all I ask. I'm not picky. And you know what? I'm never somebody who wants to box women into one thing. I think women should be multifaceted. I think you can be sexy and be educated and be a mom and be... You should be whatever the fuck it is that you decide being Absolutely. a woman for you is. Absolutely. And if, if, this, if this is that for her, then sure. My issue just comes from her saying that it's not privilege. Because, bitch, yes, the fuck. You ain't got the lie, yes, the Craig. Yes, the fuck it is. You ain't got the lie, Craig. <laughs> yes, the fuck it is, girl. Yes, it is. But more power to you. You know, I hope she passes the bar. She's been doing a lot of work yeah. um, in that community, getting people out of jail. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious that one of the states with the hardest place to pass the bar, California. Just let you A. Go apprentice oh. for four years. Skip yeah. law school. Too. Skip law school. Fuck I think it. I Googled it. It said like four, there's four five states. states. Four. Okay. California. There's one over this way too, and I think maybe a few somewhere else. Is that transferable though? So like, if she does this in California and she like moved to New York, I, know, she she I, think, to I think you have to retake take the, the bar, bar wherever so wherever you gotcha. want to be wherever you want to be yeah. uh, certified to practice law. You have to pass the bar in that state. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Baseball season is upon us. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kansas Eric. City Royals pitcher hit a. Uh, Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson. Okay. The pitcher is Brad Keller. That's his name, Brad. Sure. Hit him with a pitch. Okay. Got ejected. Got suspended for a few games because, you know, it was a little heated. Okay. Tim Anderson says something to him. Okay. And uh, come, come to find out afterwards, Tim Anderson gets a game suspension. It for wasn't for flipping a bat or for anything. You know what it was for? What's that? Using the N-word. Tim Anderson is a black man. Brad Keller is a white man. He called him a weak ass nigga. Stop and, everything. And the black man got suspended stop for using the word nigga. Stop, 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 stop. For calling a white guy nigga. <laughs> fine. That's fine. Black people play baseball still? Yes, yes. There's a few. There's quite a few. Quite a few, Eric. Define quite a few. 
Uh, I can't give you a definition because I don't know if they're Spanish or <laughs> from our episode last week. No, no. I, I can't tell if they're Dominican, Cuban, or black. But uh, Tim Anderson, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's a He's from here. I'm talking about niggas with, with, with white last names. And Andersons, your Smiths, Mookie Bats. <laughs> he look like a nigga. Where's he from? Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He country too? Christ. My Lord. <laughs> is there a countryer place than Tuscaloosa? Only, only, only thing in Tuscaloosa is a football team. <laughs> That's it. Rope. So. Yeah. 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 That's very confusing yeah. to me. Yeah. They don't, they don't want them using inappropriate language on but the baseball pen- field. Football, they, they give them a penalty. They'll give them a penalty for. They, they won't suspend them, but there's 100 some games. Fuck it. I'm going to get a day off. Yeah, days off, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the money's guaranteed anyway. Fuck it. And baseball players be getting paid, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that bag is is substantial. I wanna I wanted to be good at baseball so bad once I found out the money was fully guaranteed. And you could be like kinda out of shape and just as long as you hit the ball, yeah. you Gucci, baby. Yep. Yeah. David Ortiz was or walking around really with a, fast. David Ortiz had a beer belly for all the years he played in Boston and made all that fucking money. <laughs> he was eating hot dogs in the dugout. So yeah. no players in like Professional sports can say nigga. I mean, obviously no, not the white I've, ones. But. I mean, I've seen Russell Westbrook literally yell at fans. <laughs> We've <laughs> well, seen it a few weeks ago. You a bitch ass nigga. Yeah, uh, Westbrook. Be y'all wild. niggas tripping in the right in the press conference. Y'all <laughs> niggas tripping. Y'all niggas tripping. <laughs> we know basketball is a bit more lenient. Um, football, from time to time. Football. They did something to. I don't know if it was after the Riley Cooper shit. I don't know what it made was. them do it when it Riley was. Cooper said, I'll jump over the fence and beat all you niggers' ass. He said, I'll fight every nigger in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In oh, Philly. That, that was okay. it. In Philly and lived yeah. to tell about it. Yeah. That's crazy. And still plays yeah, was, like two seasons it was, after it was that. It was a Kenny Chesney show. They let him play out his contract. Yeah. He ain't been back in the league since. But but yeah, baseball, I don't know. I don't. I, this is the first time I've heard of this. Interesting. It might be the but first time they've they, done it. He hit him with a pitch. Sometimes you get heated and say shit you don't really mean or want to say when you're mad in pain just what baseball needs yeah, 90 mile per hour fucking ball no it's a weapon Those shits are hurt. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a weapon that but should th- probably have left a welt this is just what baseball needs though some more bad press so yeah. young people won't watch anymore their average viewer is like uh, 58 years old or some shit like that see I was gonna go the other way I was gonna say baseball needs more niggas calling other people niggas you, you're probably right but <laughs> <laughs> to get ratings it's, it's, bore, it's boring it's fun in person there's too many games. Agreed. You know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot going on, and niggas yeah. would rather play football or basketball. You get more, you get more fame that way, and you don't got to go through the minors. You just got to hopefully not get hurt playing college ball. That's funny. Yeah, you don't have to go through the minors, but a lot of them do because they don't want to get. They want to pay them. Look, Aaron Judge had to go through the. Didn't he play in the minors? Yeah, he played in the minors. He made like a, he only made like half a mil last year. He hit on them home runs. There's a, uh, that's depressing. To you, to nigga, you, you shit. I'm mean, furious. That's nigga. depressing. Furious. Vladimir uh, Guerrero's son right now. Oh, Vlad like, Junior. Yeah, they're giving him to run around right now because they don't want. Because I guess the longer you keep on the minors, something about the contract you sign, you get him get longer him years because they're not technically a rookie yet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they've been holding out, and not bringing him up when he's he's been well. Mm-hmm. He's he's been, he's been killing it. To be up there. He's yeah, been yeah, killing yeah. it. He should have been up there like, like a year and a half ago, and they're still holding him in the minors. And everyone's like, "Yo, he's clearly the best player you guys have on your whole fucking franchise." It's and time. you're it's keeping time. him there because you know yeah, he ain't gonna make a difference. They won't give up that bag either. Yeah, well, well, yeah, because once you once you bring him up, that contract starts ticking. Pay up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so. time for arbitration. Pay up. Them niggas we got. Them niggas got big money this summer over the off season. Yeah, what? yeah. I still want to be Mike Trout. Yeah. I'm so poor. 
But yeah. you ain't lying. $430 million. Right? Nobody about, know your face. Talking about what a bag is. <laughs> Big bags. Somebody posted a Lamborghini on Twitter the other day that had a button where you could change its colors. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, I'm so fucking poor. Wait, 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 wait. The, bu- the key was like, the key looked like a video game. Yes. Change like the paint color? Yes. Did you see the NBA jersey? Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> where you could press a button and it changes the fucking name and number on That's the back of the fire. jersey? That's <laughs> Fire. That shit like the shit in Black Panther when, when you just hit the button and the suit went on. Yo, that's what the fucking car looked like. I was like, yo, is this real? I, I thought the video was fake. I swear to God. I thought Sherry made that shit for a minute. Nigga. Someone, someone said, ass. I think it was Joe Rogan. I was like, yo, look at the shit they're showing us. Look at technology and the shit they're showing us. Think about what they're Imagine not what they're not, not showing, showing us. us. Dead ass. They, I seen a robot shoot a fucking half-court jumper and make it the other day. Like, people have yeah. to consider, like, yeah. our iPhones read our faces to unlock. That's Imagine right. what government security is like, that oh. they are allowing us to put this on our phones. Remember, we signed up for Clear. Yes. They have retinal scans in Clear in the airport. Yes. Just a retinal scan. Just go up there. Boop. No big deal. They no got big that deal. shit for not even Clear. I had to do it when I came back from uh, Costa Rica. Well, they apparently, you scanned your eyes. And I'm like, Jet, yes, JetBlue. So some lady was complaining because apparently, when you're flying out of the country now, um, some airlines, rather than like scanning your ticket or whatever, mm-hmm. are scanning your face yep. and what? letting yeah. you through. That's what, yes. that's, what, that's what I did. Yeah, that's yes. crazy. To get yes. back in the country, you scanned. It was weird because you didn't like. I have a ticket, and it was just like you went, you scanned your face, it prints it out, and then you like. Hand it get, back. Get something and hand them the ticket of your yeah. printed face. It's the weirdest fucking thing ever. That's cool to get back in America. This is to get on her flight to probably go from New York to Florida or some shit. Well, you said... Uh, oh, no, no. She was going out of the country. Yeah, oh, she was leaving? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It was an international flight. Yep. Um, so she was but arguing... I have a passport. With, she was arguing with JetBlue about it oh, on Twitter because she was like, why wasn't I informed that this was going to be done? What do you guys do with that information? Where is it coming ma'am, from? Ma'am. Like, She had mad questions. Ma'am, they have all your info already. Yeah, you gave up your social to yeah. get on the plane. Relax. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Just I, say it's weird and let's move yeah, on. It's, it's just weird, yeah. You got a passport. You got my face. Here we go. This is me. Uh, now they're like comparing your face to the paper, to yeah. your passport. Yeah. Whatever. That's what happened when I had to go sit in, <laughs> sit in that dark ass room for an hour. Because I thought I was somebody else and I came out from Carousel. Jesus Christ. Maybe, maybe, maybe a good old facial scan would have got that out the way. I could have went home a little sooner, you know? Uh, Jesus Christ. But would that deter you from finding that? It won't deter me, nigga. Nah. There's an island with my name on this summer, nigga. Fuck that. Oh, how was, uh, shout out to Decent. How was that last week? Ah, so the mm-hmm. Black Brothers United panel that me and Eric went to on Saturday, we were in Brooklyn. Yep. Um, the panel was dope. Uh, it was a very expensive trip for us because we took the train into um, Grand Central and then we took an Uber from Manhattan to Brooklyn. And because it was so deep in Brooklyn, uh, our Ubers were like $60 each. Brownsville. <laughs> All the way in Brooklyn. I'm thinking I will have to get an Uber. It'd probably be 30, 40 bucks to get to Brooklyn. That shit says 65 oh. Yeah. Where am I going to Brooklyn? Yeah, it's a lot. Is this near JFK or some shit? This is all, it was in the bowels of Brooklyn, my nigga. Yeah. Um, but the panel was dope. So um, shout out to Dwayne um, for speaking and, and, and for part- participating and for informing us about the panel. Um, so it was he was speaking and there was six other people, I believe, six or seven. Five, it was five or six, yeah. Um, black men on the panel. And so basically how they set it up was there were um, the, the two co-creators uh, of Black uh 
Black Brothers United. Thank you. There you go. I cannot talk today. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm tired. Um, they kind of introduced themselves. They introduced the panel. They like, you know, gave everybody their rundown. And then um, they asked questions and had everybody kind of go down the line and answer the questions in regards to black men's mental health and their own personal experiences. And everybody kind of shared. And then they opened it up to the crowd um, once they were done to ask questions and interact with the panelists. So it was really cool. It was very, um, cool. it was very insightful for me. Like, especially as a therapist to kind of figure out how to incorporate those things in my work, but even just as a person, because I've never seen that many men, let alone black men sit in a room and be that vulnerable. You know what I mean? There's cameras everywhere. There's mics everywhere. There's people just staring at you. Um, and it was a lot. And, and, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't skip out, skimp out on the experience. They really committed and they told their stories. Um, they got really deep and it, it was important to see. The founder revealed something that he hadn't told anybody from outside of other than the other co-founder of the uh, of the organization about something that happened to him in his past. Right. And it was something that, you know, kind of affected the whole room. You tell someone something that really happened, some traumatic shit that happens to you when you're a kid and people are hearing about it for the first time. It yeah. takes everybody back. He talks about all the kind of how detrimental it was to him even years later. He's got to probably be in his late 20s, early 30s at this point. Something happened to him when he was a kid. So it was, it's always good to see people... Uh, be vulnerable with themselves and be able to speak freely and not feel like some something you say is going to be used against you because you feel like that. I think all people feel like that. Not just, Absolutely. Not yeah, just brothers, yeah, but anybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, to be vulnerable with people that you really don't know yeah. like that in, a, in an open room full of people that you may never see again. You know, and some of the some of the questions that they were answering was like, you know, what do you think are some of the challenges to black men's mental health? And they were answering things like that. And, you know, that that same man, after he shared that story, he said, you know, I wanted to talk to the people in my life about it, but I didn't know how they would react. So one of the things he did is he went to his father and he told his father he loved him. And his father's response was like, get out of here with that gay shit. So he was like, I knew from then on, from there on that I could never talk about what had happened to me. I could never be emotional with my father. So I didn't (sighs) trust telling anybody about what had occurred. And and that's just something that we see with men in general. Um, and so that's that's very important. I think, you know, a lot of the things that they shared about just being black men in white spaces and yeah. trying to navigate yeah, that. Yeah, just being black in America. Yeah, they talked about code switching and, and things of that nature. And I think some of the things that, that I was thinking about in, in sitting there is one of the biggest hurdles for black men's mental health is the fact that there are not enough people in the mental health field that look like you. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's a big reason why I, I got into the field, why I, I encourage other people of color to get into the field, why I am will damn sure be, you know, referring out to other people of color and, and, and building a network of people of color to make sure that um, we're, we're touching the corners that we need to touch. Because being a woman of color is especially important for me. I know how important representation is. And yeah. it's very hard to sit in a room with somebody who does not look like you. And not only does not look like you, but is a part of a racial group that has tried to oppress your racial group for years and years and years and years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then be vulnerable in that space. Whether or not that person has yeah. participated in that behavior is, is not really the problem. Yeah. It's it's just being there. Because I, I went to therapy when I was younger. Uh, my parents split. And my therapist was a Canadian old white man. Right. He was like in his 80s. <laughs> right. 
I don't think he really understood what a black kid from the city was going through when uh, his parents split up. But, you know, he tried to get his best. Right. And, and that's the thing is, you know, t- therapists are taught to use empathy. So we don't necessarily have to have the exact same experiences to understand or to work with somebody. But when you have similar lived experiences to another person, it's a different kind of connection because it's just, it automatically creates a space where you know, like, if I say this happened you know exactly what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the nigga nod, right? Like if you see a nigga in public who you don't know and he might give you the nigga nod and you know, yeah. like, okay, that's a safe space, right? Like, it's, it's just things that it, we do. And, and like, you you making me think of, like, how, you know, I'm coaching. I coach the inner city youth. A lot of these kids, like, it's sad to see. Like, I've had, a, I've had to have kids, like a grandfather come to me and say, oh, Ev, uh, can you take him out the game real quick? His father's on the phone. His father's in jail. It's the only mm-hmm. time he could talk to all his child. Time he get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the organization, which is probably my only beef with uh, the Waterbury Police Activity League, which I get it, but it's still a beef I have, is they don't allow – they do background checks and criminal records. Mm-hmm. So now if you have a criminal record, they won't allow you to volunteer coach. And it's like, yo, if they had a criminal record 10 years ago, they right. did a crime, they grew up, they learned from their yeah. mistakes – these are the exact people you want coaching your children. Right. So it's, it's any, these kids. Anything that comes about a background. I had, I had a just this year too. Um, I've seen and I've seen this multiple occasions. Yeah. But just this year, I had a kid. Kid's father was like fifty. He uh, said he's a felon or whatever. Twenty-two years ago, he did something. He didn't. He, we didn't get into details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it came back on his criminal record, so they wouldn't let him coach. And it's like, yo, I. 20, 22 I would, years? You know, I, I get it. They're a, poli- they're a, they're a, they're a, they're a police entity, so they have a certain uh, image they have to uphold or whatever. But if it's yeah. if it's a non if it's nonviolent and it's not they're not an SO, <sighs> sex offender? That's, yeah, cares? that's my thing. If they're sex offender, yeah. Yeah, you get the fuck out of here. Okay. If it's violent, all right, ten years maybe. Right. Ten years, have a limit, have some type of structure to that. But like these are the like in your you have all these kids out here right. being right. violent, committing crimes, stealing shit. Shooting at people, and you Yo, have to think they about the need age. people that learn from those mistakes yeah. and, and to, served yeah. their time yeah. and Definitely. did their. You know what I mean? Because I think what people don't realize, especially like in our community, you know what I mean? When you're talking about black and brown men, when they're going to jail, when they're when they're committing crimes, the majority of that stuff is happening before they're even of age. Like yeah. when yeah. you're talking about like. You don't see, like, yes, you'll see men in their, their 20s and 30s get in trouble, but the majority of when that lifestyle begins, it's under the age of 18. They're getting yes, in trouble. They're committing felonies at 18 years f- old and f- then going to jail for 10 years. I, I would imagine most <laughs> yeah. of it is 15, 16, and 25. Yeah. And we talked about yes. a few episodes ago how 25, I, I was still trying to figure out who the fuck I was. And what time, how, when does the human, the brain start? You're an adolescent was it 20, until 25. That was, yeah. That's what it was. Okay. So, yeah, like, and that's where a lot of the shit is happening yeah yeah i don't think they don't give enough room it sounds like for people to change no 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 and and with certain things like obviously with being a sexual offender i get that that. because that's not something that you turn on and off that's a that's a like a mental thing that's something you just don't want to risk at all right right i I, I totally get that yeah yeah no that's fine i get that i think this has to be a little more discretion you got to be a little more thoughtful when you're putting putting things in like that but i get it like i said they got an image of hope and there's another conversation to have with sex offenders on how they're labeled i think we could have that's something we could have like a i've heard of situations where like juniors seniors in high school were messing around with like freshmen and sophomores no 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 in high school in the same school they're walking the same hallways and they like got added to the 
sex offenders list. And it's like shit like that where that eh. just that really depends on That's knowing like, the laws in your state because yeah. like that doesn't that doesn't exist in Connecticut. And we have the, the Romeo and Juliet, Juliet law. I thought, I thought that's what we um, had, yeah. Some states don't have that. I get what you're saying. Though. You're like you're like that's iffy. That's what yeah, you, that's yeah, what you're yeah, that's where at. it's yeah. like all right, like we gotta have like some type of. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that should be held against you for life. Amen. You know what I mean? Uh, once once you hit 18 and you start dealing with people that are younger, you need to you need to know what the fuck you're doing, right? Yeah, it's true. Um, and, and, and so, you know, I think the, the panel was just really good in, in, in talking about a lot of the issues that affect directly the black community yeah. about, about the, the way that they try to navigate their health. The, you know, one of the questions was like, when did you realize that you were struggling with your, with your mental health? And a lot of those stories were like, yo, I thought I was normal cause I was behaving and acting and feeling like everybody around me, yeah. not realizing that we're probably all suffering from the same, <laughs> same shit cause we thing. came up the same way. Right. You are what you see. All fucked up. And, and, and that's important to talk about when we talk about things like epigenetic inheritance, which is something that Dwayne brought up on the, on the, uh, on the panel, which is just talking about things that are inherited that are not necessarily genes, but are, um, you know, like behaviors, our PTSD, our mental health disorders, those things can can manifest. You know, I was reading Northwestern just put out um, out of our counseling department an article two weeks ago that talked about the fact that they discovered in genes now that if you live in poverty, that they affect 10% of your genes, right? We talked about this. Yep. So when you think about that, you think about PTSD in that same sense, like things like slavery, things like Jim Crow, things like segregation, all these things. Yep. Yeah, all these things that have come down the line. Um, and have now manifested themselves in, in people. Those things still exist at this point. So, you know, the, the panel definitely discussed that. And, and it's true. Just reading about having how an experience from your ancestor codes 10% of your, your genome is mm-hmm. wild to even think about. Yeah. People you've never met two, three, four, five hundred years ago affects how you handle things today. Yeah. That's how traumatic some shit is because, you know. Yeah, and, and, and it is that traumatic. You know what I mean? That, that something like that lives within you. Yeah. Um, so it, it's an important statement to make. And, yeah. and, I, and I think another important statement to make when it comes to what we don't know about black men's mental health and, and maybe what people don't know about their mental health at all is your brain can be scarred. And I think people don't realize that. When somebody has a mental health disorder, um, for instance, like if you have one episode of major depression – it scars your brain. So if we take scans of your brain before and after, we can see where it left a mark. Ariana Grande actually just posted scans of her PTSD, of scans that they took of her brain right after it happened and then recently. Yep. And you can see the stark difference between how much PTSD she's been Crazy. suffering from. That's wild to think about. So when you think about that, and that's just from, that happened, the Manchester United thing happened, not, not United, but the, in Manchester, two, three years ago at this yeah, point? Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Like that? yeah, I think so. Two, two years ago, I want to say. Um, and how much it changed her brain. When you think about the spaces that black men live in in this country, racism, the higher stress, poverty, everything, and not all black men, but, you know, when you think about those things and how that plays into the effects of the brain, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, and that brings me to, I just remembered, because, like, I'd be reading DMs and forgetting about them and then we record and I don't never. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we had a comment mm-hmm. a few weeks ago on our, our conversation about that. And um, they say, bro, when Bianca touched on people having that PTSD, that shit was real. I done been shot at a couple times so far. I hate baby or so much that I hate baby showers, bro. Like a pop is so similar. It's unreal. Oh, it absolutely. Is. I don't mm-hmm. even like balloons in my house. You can share this. Just keep me anonymous. Cause I want nobody popping balloons and shooting at me. again. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it's funny, but it's like it's it's real shit. Like yeah, yeah. I think and, you, and that's and I don't think people realize that. Nah. But I also don't think people realize how small trauma can be because we know what trauma is on a large scale. Yeah. We know that if you're shot at, if you're raped, if you're harmed physically in any way, we know that's trauma. Yeah. But there are other things that are trauma. Um, you know, I've said this before on the podcast, there's over 600,000 ways to meet the criteria for PTSD. And, and so, so, yeah, it's a lot. I, I definitely got a few of them ways. You know what I'm from, saying? From and my so father, when, my black father. So, so when I sit with my clients, like one of the yeah. things that I do is I don't, I, I may ask them like, you know, do you think you've experienced a trauma? And they'll say no. And then maybe two or three sessions in, they're like, oh, well this happened to me. And I'm like, honey, that's a trauma. You know what I mean? Like, but, but you don't know it because you're thinking like, well, no bomb went off in my life. So I, I wasn't traumatized, right. but it can be very small things. It can be things like microaggressions. You know what I mean? It could be things like the waitress accusing you of putting alcohol in your drink. If, if something happens and your heart drops thinking it was something else, but it wasn't because that's <laughs> right. That's I, think, I think about some yeah. of the, just some of the crazy situations you end up in a fight at a party. You're at, you're maybe you're out somewhere and something, a brawl breaks out. It could be anything. And just kind of playing it over mm-hmm. and over your head could be is traumatic. Like, yeah. like I, I said, we were talking about this before. I was at a party when I was a sovereign Hampton, and somebody got shot. And uh, the room was smaller than your basement. These niggas start arguing, pulls out the gun, shoots them in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was so close, I could see the flame come off the gun. Everybody gets down, gets out. Like, I run out of my shoes, all kind of wild shit. And so think about it to this day. Just because of how wild it is, just to think about it, it could have ended just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the bullet wasn't even meant for me. No, no. No. And that wouldn't have mattered. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Bullets, <laughs> bullets, bullets are, ain't got no goddamn names. No, they're not discriminating at all. And, and and that's important to know. You know what I mean? And even when you grow up in things like when you grow up in an inner city like we do, even if you kind of stayed out of that lifestyle the way that we have, you you still know people who were in it. You've still yeah. experienced it. Oh, We've yeah, been yeah. in bars where things have gotten real hectic. We've been mm-hmm. in spaces where things have gotten real hectic, and we know what's going on. You know what I mean? We have family members probably involved in that life. Um, so it's not something we're so far removed from that it doesn't affect us. Definitely. You know what I mean? And and that's important. Um, it's important to know that even if you have lived in an impoverished area, but you weren't necessarily yourself living in poverty, that you were affected by that. You still see everything that happens yeah. around it, yeah. you. saw all of it, but you've been subjected to you lower, it was normal. You, no, no, no. At the time, well, yes. At the time, you thought it was normal. Now we look back and we're like, Yikes. not not so normal. Yikes. But also, you've been subjected to lower water qualities, lower air qualities, mm-hmm. lower food qualities by mm-hmm. just living in that area. Mm-hmm. Those things alone have have left an imprint on your genetic makeup. Like, and people don't ever consider that. You know what I mean? Like, we live in dirt poor Waterbury. We've been drinking its water half our lives. Well, you don't anymore, Ev. But you know, the rest so, of us, right? The normies like, among us. You know what I mean? So those things all and, are a part of our makeup that we carry with us. And you say that. My parents are still there. My son's still there. Right. I'm there. Right. In and out all the time, but, and I'm still close enough. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I mean, like, and that's the thing. Like, you living here now, people who grew up 10 minutes away from us have lived totally different. Their genetic yeah. makeup would be completely different than ours because they just didn't grow up in a city like ours. Yeah. And just, it could even be down to the side of town you live on. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always lived on the East End of Waterbury. Uh, my mother, Grew up on the other side of town. Pops grew up in Harlem in a project, so it's all it all plays a part of who yep. you become. Even on the fuck your fucking genes at this point, which is fucking wild to think about. Me and Dallas, prime example. Oh yeah, we moved over. <laughs> we moved over to the East End when I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. I was already, I already grew up. Yep. Dallas, on the other hand, was nine didn't see shit. He grew up on this side. Complete like. <laughs> yeah. Y'all both stupid. I mean, just yeah. Stupid yeah. In a I mean, way. we we have a lot of 
I mean, we grew up with the same parents. We have a lot of similarities, oh, but it's a lot but we're we're di- so different at the same time too. Yeah. Just the way we grew up, and it's it's just mm-hmm. crazy. Let me tell y'all something. About. I mean, y'all are different, but y'all are still a lot when y'all in the same room together. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a anyway, lot. we gotta get anyway. out of here. It's time for um, Eric's birthday dinner. Yeah, uh, time to eat. I just wanna I listen to Anderson Pack some more. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ventura, right? That's the name of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Here's my thing. <laughs> we're so a society. <laughs> yep. Caught up with trash. And fire mm-hmm. that we can never say something is in the middle. Everyone thought Oxnard was trash. Oxnard was trash. I'm like, yeah, I, c- I kind of like it. Everyone loves Ventura. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the middle. I'm both. Okay. Oxnard, I like, I think there's like f- three or four, and I'm, you know, just just a number. Don't get st- stuck on the number. Three okay. or four songs that I, on Oxnard that I think are better than every song on Ventura. Okay. Okay. But there's about three or four songs on Oxnard that I think are worse than every song on Ventura. I got you. So, I like it. That's a fair assessment. I That's like a, it. Yeah. I don't love it. Okay. I don't hate it, but I like it. I, can always, I also think... The more I listen to it, the more I like it. I can always count on you to be divergent from everybody. I think I always yes, count on you. Yes, I was just going to say, I also think you hear music differently than, than he and I do. Not necessarily everybody else, but definitely him but and I. There's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 not no, 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 no. It, 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 Music true. sounds different to everybody. Yeah. That's an important statement to make. So right now, Malibu. Absolutely. Venice. Yep. Ventura. Oxnard. Mm-hmm. I throw the, uh, the Johnny Dillon knowledge. The no worry shit is in there too. You could, th- you could throw that in there. Yeah, that, that that, that, to me, that would probably come after. That would probably be third if we threw that in there. Okay. Okay. But it, that one is, I could see that's when teeters on the line with that in Ventura, I guess. And it just sucks because, like I said, like Oxnard, I think has some. There's, there's joints on there. Yeah, there's, there's joints. joints on there. And the joints that are on there are joints. But I, I was thinking, I listened. I've been listening to Ventura for most of the week. It flows a little better. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. What I like as far as how music sounds. Is what I like from Anderson Pack, soul samples, yeah. live instruments, less Dr. Dre involvement. Dr. Dre makes gangsta ass music. I don't want him near some singing ass nigga in an R and B album. Right. My my beef with this is he dropped it what four months after five five, five or months? six yeah. If he just took, if he played it well, he had this obviously he already had this yeah yeah yeah. If he put them together in the right way, he could have had a classic. You know what I think you know what I think too. Um, he could have had another classic. He, ru- he rushed this out because the response was so lukewarm. Yeah. As opposed to everything he's done so far, people have just absolutely fucking yeah, loved. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time you put out something that people were just like, it's yeah. I. And you, you know, know and you know what else he did with this too? Which I don't know what he did because I didn't buy tickets to the last tour, but mm-hmm. I bought tickets to this tour. Mm-hmm. Every ticket sold, he's giving away an album. Well, you're trying to get trying to get them numbs up there. So that, so I got like yeah. they ask if you want a digital or a physical, and I'm like, yeah. why would I want a free digital when I got Apple Music? So I said, send me the fucking physical. So I got some coming my way, like per ticket too. Like so, yeah. <laughs> so you get two, you get two, get two copies of that. Yep, album. I yep. got. So now I'm on the mailing list. So I'm getting all these emails. If you buy a T-shirt, you get an album. I don't know if he did that with Oxnard. I don't think he did. So but you know, you know who started doing shit like that back in the day, Prince. Mm. Every time Prince bought it, every time he bought a ticket to a Prince show, that album you got, so, you got that album. So these numbers compared to Oxnard oh, oh, no, may be inflated it. just off of that alone. Travis Scott did it. Yep. And that's why Nicki went ape shit crazy because he sold all these records because mm. he was putting <laughs> copies of albums and merch and his tickets or whatever. It's just a way to cheat the system. Yeah, yeah. Calm your retarded ass down. Sorry for the bad word, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Nobody likes you anyway. Relax, my nigga. She's going on yeah, tour this summer with Chris with Brown. Your, didn't she cancel oh, the tour? Well, at least, uh, at least uh, you know the tickets to sell for that because niggas will go see Chris Brown. Yeah. When it was just her and Future, niggas was like, eh. 
Because I, I wouldn't want to see Future in a show. Yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think Nicki Minaj necessarily puts on a bad show. I think she's very animated. I think yeah. people really like her if they like her music in that yeah, that space. Her fans. Her I mean, fans are her fans. Yeah. Exactly. You know? But Future, like, I don't want to watch Future perform anything. You don't want to see him fake drugged up on stage. No. Be a good no, time. not at all. Chris Brown will put on a good show, so that would probably be an interesting tour. He so, said there's so, an album dropping, so I'm interested to hear that. He got more so, music. She's he not did. this nigga, Chris Brown. She's not headlining. They're going on tour together. So, so maybe co-headlining. Oh, it's going to be an argument. Don't worry. You'll hear about it in the news. Don't worry. They're going to argue. Chris Brown need... Chris Brown don't need He Nikki. don't need her, nigga. No, he don't he's need doing anybody. her a favor because he's a decent person, so that's, apparently. So that's what I'm wondering. Like, how, how big of a beef he is damn she going to have Minaj. with him going after her or her going after him? Because how many... If Chris Brown... If Nicki Minaj goes after Chris Brown in any of these cities, how many people are walking out that building? Oh, lots. I can't wait to see it. Oh, yeah. I want I want and, them to do it as and, an experiment for me so and I can this laugh. Is, this is a nigga who... Didn't touch his last album. You didn't listen to the 48 track no, Opus? I didn't even touch it. I got through 13 tracks. I didn't even touch and it. And I love Chris the, Brown's the only, music. The only, the newest it. Chris Brown song I know is Freaky Friday. And I didn't even hit his song. Wow. I hate that song so much. You about four or five songs behind, my nigga? There's been... I, I don't he, know, bro. He, he's, on his, he's on his show right now where he's sampling. He's doing like the 90s feel. Called yeah. Like the Bruno Mars I name. like that. I like the newest track is that he, he put out. Okay. Oh, and, definitely. And that's another thing to touch about Pac. I woke up like I woke up, put it on. The first two tracks are the hardest tracks on that on that album, and then it like it was like oh. so. I think that's where I was like, eh. I was like underwhelming after hearing the first two you. songs. I told you that three thousand um, verses. Yeah. Yes. I'm hungry. All right, let's get out of here. GDFools at gmail.com. Beyonce voice. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas are trying to starve me to death. Apple Podcasts, Google. I asked if you wanted a burger before we started. No, Apple Podcasts, like Google a Play. Person. SoundCloud, rate us, subscribe. How many stars? Five stars. Five Don't stars. be a hater, nigga. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share us. Anything we post. All that shit. Um, at Chicksick the Beard. At Miss Bianca Bissa. <laughs> the Black of Wall Street. At the my goddamn fools on social media. Follow us. We love y'all, man. New followers, old followers. We love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace. Peace. Okay. Black, 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 black on black, black. My thoughts so black, black, black on black. My skin is so black. I'm rocking that black on black is black. black rims on this black. black wheels in this black. Black wheel with this black bitch. Black. So black on black on black on black on black. Black, black, black on black. Black my thoughts so black. Black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking all black, everything is black. Rims on this black, wheels on this black, black wheel, put this black, black on black, yeah, black, 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 Niggas in the back like, oh word, diamonds all black like, fuck what you heard, fuck what you heard, fuck what you heard. Spilling some Hennessy black on the curb, just for the memory of the deceased. When I black out of awakening the beast, what it's gonna be, what it's gonna be? You don't want fuck with a nigga like me, bet you never seen my fuck so black. Nigga, I'm black on black on black on black on black, 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 black on black, black, my fuck so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black. Rims on this black, wheels in this black, black, with this black, bitch, black, black, black on black on black on black, black. Black, black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking all black, everything is black. Rims on this black, wheels black, on this black, 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 with this black, black on black, yeah, black, so black on black, on black, on black. This kid black, Tim's black, hill tracks like I'm six black, hair blacker than black, lips black, even my dick black. Granddad Irish Trinidad, guess I am half. I gotta go to ancestry.com. I think about the black. 
Tell the police ain't about the black. He's still a pig if you know he black. Well, they got a lynch head in that. If you black, you dead in that. Strange fruit hang from a tree. On the leaves is red in that. Do it right like a Garveyite. Africa, I'm heading back. Niggas in the street, black on black. Killing with the heat. Bah, 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 bah. Cut off his feet. Put him in Mental moves up in the to cash. Mix blacks to dilute black. Don't want blacks to reduce blacks. Take black and they boot that. Orange is the new black. Black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black. black rims on this black, black wheels in this black, black with this black, 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 so black on black on black on black on black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking all black, everything is black. Rims on this black, wheels in this black, black, with this black, 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 Up and it ain't just me, it's all us. 400 years of oppression, I'm about to give me that black Tesla. Black skid marks on the pavement, cops wanna see me in a black cage. Black on black on black, Master Juba with the tap dance, Gucci with the dapper dance. Tell them kiss my black ass. Riding on a dino with the black mags, just another black man trying to stay about the cast. Yeah, black don't crack, matter of fact, where the fuck are 40 acres at? We black on black on black on black on black, black. Black on black, black my thoughts so black, black, black I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black. Rims on this black, wheels in this black, black with this black, yeah, black so black on black on black on black on black, 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 black on black, black my thoughts so black, black, black I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking all black, everything is black. Rims on this black, wheels in this black, black with this black on black, black on black.